My name is Robin. I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery for anxiety, control, and workaholism. I was raised in a home where following Christ was more about a list of do's and don'ts than an actual abiding relationship with Him. Church was a moderately important part of our life, and we fit it in when it was convenient. My mom wanted me to be involved in kids' church activities, and it was during a vacation Bible school when I was six years old that I accepted Christ. If you would have asked me early in life, I would have said that my home was a good place to be. That changed as a sophomore in high school when I learned that my dad had cheated on my mom and had decided to pursue a life with another woman and her family. I was confused and angry. My perfect life was shattering around me, and I turned to validation from boys and accomplishments to cope. During this time, I became a chameleon. I tried to be whatever people expected me to be, even if it meant crossing boundaries that I was uncomfortable with. Gaining honors, like being chosen as class favorite or voted basketball queen, were evidence to me that I was doing an excellent job of being accepted by people. I was involved in everything I could be, and my busy schedule kept me from dealing with the pain of my fractured home. I never stopped loving the Lord during this season, but he was just another person I tried to get acceptance from. If I was doing the church thing, I figured he would overlook the destructive decisions I was making. I felt guilty, but I thrived on the acceptance I was receiving from others. As I graduated high school and went to college, I kept achieving. I set my goals higher and higher, and my favorite conversations were those in which people admired how busy I was. Yes, I was tired but I was successful, and that's what I thought mattered most. College was marked by unhealthy relationships in which I kept being whatever the boyfriend at the time wanted me to be. Each time a relationship failed, I would fall into depression. I was navigating my work and school life easily, but I could not figure out how to make my dating relationships work. It never occurred to me that one, I was dating men I shouldn't have been dating, and two, I had deep-seated wounds from my dad that were creating a destructive narrative around dating. Once I started graduate school, I decided to take a break from dating, change my life to seek the Lord more fully, and dive headfirst into starting my career. Things seemed to be going well until 2012, when my mom told me that she was diagnosed with a terminal illness. I became her primary caregiver and found myself at 26 years old making incredibly important decisions about her care. I was angry with God that I was going to have to say goodbye to my best friend. My mom died in 2013 after a year-long battle with a lung disease and cancer. I coped with the loneliest season of my life by throwing myself into school and work. In fact, the night of her funeral, I was in front of my computer determined to meet my work deadlines. I never took time to grieve, and that would eventually catch up with me. In 2016, life changed again when I met Travis. As soon as I met him, I knew he loved the Lord and was on mission for the kingdom. We got married in October of 2016, and as we approach our five-year anniversary, I thank God that he is using our marriage to constantly advance the kingdom. My mom prayed for the man that I would marry throughout my life, And even though she never met Travis, I know she would be so grateful that God answered her prayer for me to marry a man who loves me well because he loves the Lord first. As Travis and I settled into life together, the cycle of never resting and never grieving led to me completely burning out and walking away from a PhD program that I was already writing a dissertation for. 
I felt ashamed for deciding to walk away, but after talking with my father-in-law about it, I realized that I was staring down the deeply rooted idol of achievement that I had held onto my whole life. What felt like defeat was actually a victory. In 2017, I was accepted into the Institute here at Watermark, which is a year-long equipping and discipleship program. I loved it, but I also didn't know how to slow down. I convinced myself that the work of ministry is tiring, but that God needs me. I believed that he would sustain me, so resting wasn't necessary. In February of 2018, the years of overworking finally caught up to me, and I experienced a severe depressive episode. I knew something needed to change, but I was doubtful that it could. The leaders in the Institute suggested a regeneration, so I started the next week. I thought I had moved to Dallas to serve the Lord, and it turns out he brought me here to heal me. My first night at Regen, I felt ashamed, embarrassed, hopeless, and guarded. Because I was in the Institute, I felt like I really needed to knock Regen out of the park. I felt like I needed to work on myself, but I also needed to care for and minister to all the women in my group. It took several weeks in groundwork for me to learn that it was okay for me to focus on my own stuff and that the leaders around me would care for the other women in the group. My need to control was starting uh, slowly to loosen. In Regen, God worked on several areas in my life. First, I learned that I tend to see him as a drill sergeant who only wants me to take orders and obey. This view caused me to relate to him out of fear, not out of love. Second, I faced the many hurts that my dad caused in my life. Regen was the first time that I told others about these hurts because I'd either stuffed them down and hid them away or I justified that my dad's actions weren't really that bad and I shouldn't have been hurt by them. The intense guilt and shame I carried for years was lifted as others spoke truth into the hurt that I tried for so long to ignore. Finally, I realized that success and achievement were what I used to numb my pain. Staying busy was a distraction and achievement created the illusion that I had everything under control. It was staring down this sin that was the hardest for me in region. In fact, if you look at step six, repent in my workbook, you will see several pages missing that I ripped out in anger one night as I struggled with the idea of rest and slowing down. I wondered how I could turn from something that I thought kept me safe until I looked back on the destruction and damage that overworking caused and contemplated that Jesus's way might just be better than my own. Over the past few years, I have intentionally built rhythms into my life that bring space for rest. As I studied God's word, I realized that Genesis 2-3 was actually God setting an example for us to follow. It says, so God blessed the seventh day and made it holy because he rested from all his work that he had done in creation. God was modeling for us a rhythm of work and of rest. He created us to need rest and he delights when we take it. I still struggle with the desire to pack my schedule as tight as I can. I still believe the lie that busyness equals worth and value. I still desire to run away from hard things by burying myself in my work. And then once I'm overcommitted, worn out, isolated, anxious, and overwhelmed, I remember that I serve a God who has freedom waiting for me on the other side of my self-imposed chaos. And because of his love for me, God takes me by the hand and helps me walk out of the mess I created. He reminds me of Matthew 11:28 through 30, which says, come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. 
Wherever you are in your region journey, it is my hope that you know God's love for you and that you would allow him to access the deepest wounds in your heart. He will tenderly care for those wounds and you will find healing you never thought possible. If you are here tonight and you are simply worn out, physically, emotionally, or mentally, Jesus can give you the rest that you seek. All you need to do is surrender to him, lean in, and trust him. Walk with him day by day. He can set you free. My name is Robin, I have a new life in Christ, and I'm in recovery for anxiety, control, and workaholism. And to God be all the glory. Thank you. Thank you.